doing that in spite of not feeling like it is also, in my opinion, an act of self-love. But also at the other point, sometimes when I'm in the gym and I'm like, fuck, I can't go, go any longer. I can't go on. I'm done accepting that and not moving through the resistance because that's how I got injured or sick or burnt out, whatever, in the past a lot can also be a, an act of self-love and self-respect, self-acceptance. Hello and welcome back to the Hearts Wide Open podcast. My name is Dennis and this week we're having a very special guest on. Uh, we've met this year in summer at a retreat and he has a lot of different passions, hobbies. He's a coach, he's a traveler, he's a podcaster, he's a retreat cook and so much more. Um, so give it up for Ennis. <laughs> Hello, welcome Ennis. Yeah. Uh, hey, nice. <laughs> Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, most welcome. And yeah, we've been looking forward to recording this episode for a while now. Um, you also have your own podcast, Gesunde Gedanken, or in English, Healthy Thoughts, where you share your uh, thoughts from your life, things that you're going through, personal experiences, but also about other interesting topics. Um, And yeah, we've met at a men's retreat and this is also something I think that we have in common, our passion for men's health and men's mental health in general and going through our own experiences as well. Um, yeah, so I'm ha super happy to have you on and um, yeah, maybe to kick things off, uh, where, where are you right now? Because I see you traveling around all the time. Mm, yeah, uh, first of all, this is actually the first time, like I have a lot of experience uh, recording podcasts and talking, but this is the first time I'm in another podcast, like I'm getting interviewed. So mm. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate the opportunity and that it worked out. Um, so I'm in Malaga right now. It's in Spain, in the south, in Andalusia. And um, I'm doing a little winter retreat because I'm based in Germany. Uh, as for now but i really don't like the winters there it's terrible everybody who lives in the northern hemisphere knows what i'm talking about it gets dark we were talking before the podcast you were talking telling me like oh it's raining it's been raining for the past two weeks <laughs> that's exactly why i'm not uh not in germany right now yeah so true yeah yeah i've been complaining about two weeks of rain here in the netherlands uh spain is obviously much better and um yeah so you, you're based in spain now for three months as i understand and you said that you're doing a retreat there is it like a re three-month retreat or is it like part of the experience how does that work also it's not a retreat in the you know, neo spiritual like oh we meet one week uh, have with a certain goal i mean like in the real um, meaning of the word like retreat from my quote unquote normal life so i'm uh, just moving away like i'm completely alone here like technically speaking i have eight roommates it's a huge apartment but mm -hmm. uh, i i don't have anyone like not my normal surroundings here And I am currently in a three months training cycle with uh, Vince. You know him too. He's, he mm -hmm. was actually the, uh, one of the facilitators of the retreat we met in. And um, he also does personal training. 
and like online coaching and i'm uh, currently like in the gym for about three hours daily for about six days a week for the next three months um two weeks in um, i feel great i feel mm -hmm. tired can i can i um curse or is it not good yeah no that's fine we... like to okay. an extent okay. uh, to a natural extent <laughs> okay okay right like I, I can say fuck and stuff right yeah. that's that's all i don't have to watch out for the profanity uh, it's <laughs> i'm fucking exhausted that's what i wanted to say i'm fucking exhausted but in it's really um it's 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 a, it's a trip man it's a trip like if you train that much like mainly handstands but also a lot of strength and flexibility training and mm -hmm. i go in the gym i'm already fatigued my whole body is like what are we doing here but i'm just going through the protocol just fine-tuning and going deeper and deeper and just the resistance melting away and basically my whole day revolves around it so i have my online job uh, which is just mm -hmm. like some freelancing stuff i record um it's an american company they're called asana rebel um and they do like yoga videos whatever and they have all these famous people who do who record the workouts and i'm basically the german voice so i use my mic and i record over it i'm like and like whatever like just mm -hmm. doing the um, i'm a yoga teacher too yeah so i can can do that and my whole day is just like wake up early go to the gym eat a whole bunch of food work eat some more food and go to sleep mm. and i love it i you have to be crazy about it but it's like for me it's the best i could do right now i'm so great all right that's that's amazing that you're like loving this lifestyle so much and like what was the initial motivation or like what actually brought you to to do this journey of three months living in spain doing the daily workouts um like what what was the main motivation or the initial motivation to do that so i want to learn a one-arm handstand right that's like right of my my goal right now uh, is in my um how to say movement practice it's my my big milestone sort of and um the best way to to reach in my experience in my opinion to reach like these kind of big goals is to get the help of somebody who already achieved those goals because otherwise like you're going to make a million mistakes on the way and it's part of the journey but let's say if i learn it on my own it will take me 10 years if i learn mm -hmm. with a coach it might take me two to three years so that's like seven years that i'm saving and i can spend it like in any other way so i'm i'm really not afraid to to buy coachings anymore it's like one of in like basically every coaching i've done was like worth more money because it helps me in the end get more money so mm -hmm. it was like a re huge return on invest and uh, why i'm doing it in spain is because uh, right now i don't have a uh, accommodation like am i i'm registered at my mom's apartment because in germany you need to be registered but i'm not living there like i have mm -hmm. i think like three boxes uh, this size there with like some stuff some books and some clothes that's it and um i as i said i don't want to be in germany right now and i have this online job and uh, i wanted to go full tunnel vision into this training cycle so that's why i said like okay it's always been a dream of mine also to learn spanish and i've been i'm in malaga right now i've been twice in this city already uh some would say coincidentally but i think like everything in life like 
works out a certain way. And whenever yeah. I was here, I felt incredible. I felt this pull towards the city. I was always sad when I was leaving. And now that I'm here and I'm actually like living here right now, it's just like, oh, wow. It's like a dream come true. And it's, I mean, of course, there's also some downsides. I've like, I've been sad here. I've cried my eyes out one day. I'm away from my girlfriend, from my friends. I'm quote unquote all alone and mm. um, like starting my self-employment right now. And it's like a big, scary, daunting task. But on the other hand, like the benefits I get and the, the highs uh, weigh out the lows by a huge margin. Mm. Yeah, I can imagine. I love the what you said about your minimal lifestyle, just owning three boxes at home. I feel like that's, that also means that you have less like strings attached or things pulling you back. Um, you can be more free. And what I uh, also like, I just wanted to, um, oh yeah, what I also love is that, like you said that you're alone there, but I, like, I mean, you also have your coach, maybe not always physically, but I mean, someone to be in touch with. And I think these, when we take ourselves out of our normal day-to-day -day environment and go somewhere new with a goal, I feel like that really helps us also a lot of times to actually focus on that goal and get it done and focus on ourselves uh, really um, with no distractions. Uh, so that's beautiful. And like I wanted to, to ask you some questions about the handstand practice because I think a lot of the listeners and including myself in the beginning um, don't actually know what handstand can be as well. Because um, this summer when I went to the retreat, I did not have any idea of like handstand practice and that it's such a thing. Um, I was just seeing people there doing handstands. So I was super impressed. And I was like, great. And I saw you doing a handstand in a moving train, which I was super impressed by. But you're saying that you're still also <laughs> training. So like for me, you're already a super pro. But like, oh, like what is this practice? And what are you like still trying to achieve since you can do a handstand already in moving objects <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you um you see like um on the outside or the surface level i've quote-unquote mastered the handstand or whatever like i can do a handstand whenever i want wherever i want um so that's that's the thing right but um the the there's this i think it's called like dunning-kruger effect right so the less you know uh, about something, the more you think you know about it. And the more you know about something, the less you actually um, understand you know about the topic. And like handstands, of course, like it's a simple thing. You stand on your hands and that's it. But if you take a deeper glance into it, there's like such a um, like huge... How do you say that rat's tail is like negatively connotated, but like a huge thing attached to it. like. Um, posture, flexibility, strength, um, meditation, because your mind needs to be super clear, breath awareness, and it goes on and on and on and on. And uh, if you want, I can talk you through, sorry, just readjusting, so I'm sitting on the floor, so I might shuffle around a little bit um, while we're doing the interview. Uh, if you want, I can take you through like one of my practice days. So yeah, please. Um, usually it starts uh, for me with a lot of warm up, like 15 to 20 minutes, just warming up all the joints of the body because like uh, anatomically speaking, our body is not designed to stand on the hands. Like the wrists are a super fragile, super delicate joint. And all of a sudden it's, I think I'm like about 
160 pounds or uh, 80, no, 75, 76 kilos. And they're not designed to have that much weight on them for like a prolonged period of time. So mm -hmm. I'm warming up um, quite a lot. And then um, I have like six days a week and every day is a different split. So I have different blocks, building blocks in my, um, in my training program, uh, which is like mobility, strength, upper body, lower body, and then like two handstand blocks. And a typical, like, let's say yesterday, for example, I did like upper body strength and uh, handstands. Mm -hmm. And it like, um, I start with basic stuff, like there's different shapes, for example, let's start with that in handstand, you can have your legs like for the people who are watching, obviously, imagine like these are the hands, and these are mm -hmm. the legs, right? So you can have your legs like this, you can open mm -hmm. your legs. You can bring your, your legs like sort of down. You can bring, mm -hmm. maybe I do it like this. Maybe this is better. You can open so like a 90 legs degree, and you 90 can bring degree the, with your legs in a V shape kind of. Exactly. Like a, like a split, right? Like imagine I'm, mm -hmm. I'm standing like this. I could do it maybe in the background, but then I wouldn't speak in the <laughs> microphone. You can bring your feet together. You can bring one leg in the front. You can do all this sort of stuff to um, condition your nervous system, which is also like um, what you will notice if you as a listener try to do a handstand maybe on the wall. Once you do it, your nervous system is panicking. It's in like, what is going on? Holy shit, we are upside down. Where are we in space? Your body is trying to calibrate. What is going on? And uh, whenever I have students and I tell them, hey, bring your legs together, they are completely freaking out because they, they don't know how to do it when they're upside down. Mm -hmm. It's a simple thing. Bring your legs together. But when you don't, yeah. uh, when you just say to them, they, they can't do it. It's ridiculous. I was at that point too. But so it's like um, conditioning your body to function in multiple um, ways of being in space, like upside mm -hmm. down on the side, whatever. And then I do like lots of those sets where I just bring my legs out and together out and together or i switch shapes i do all that sort of stuff then i do like um weight shifts where i shift my weight onto one arm and just for example just use the like i'm on the hand and on the other hand i just use the fingertips and then i start lifting my hand and lots and lots of conditioning of just achieving the uh, most um how do you say uh, efficient, the most efficient form that you can perform. Like, so mm -hmm. for example, lots of people, when they do handstand, they are in the banana shape. So yeah, like, that's me, that's uh, me right now, actually. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that has multiple, um, multiple tweaks you can do to get into a more straight shape. It could be lack of flexibility. It could be lack of technique. Maybe you have the flexibility, but you just don't know how to target the muscles in a way that you are straightened out it could be lack of strength there are so many variables and um, trying to get like a straight line also does a lot for your day-to-day -day posture because yeah. I, i'm so much more aware of my body right now because i'm like i'm a huge computer i used to be a huge computer nerd like right i used to play six to eight hours of video games daily when i was a teenager so i have like the tendency to slouch a lot like my head will mm -hmm. be tilted forward my shoulders will be slouched i will breathe more shallow and through this practice of actually like being aware of my posture because i'm so much in the handstand and i'm so much oh okay i have to 
I also take videos. I have to point my legs a little more, do this, do that, whatever. Um, yeah, it's like this huge rabbit hole. Um, and there's also multiple, um, how do you say, traditions, let's say like this, of handstands or lineages. Like there's the calisthenics dudes that just don't give a shit about technique. They just brute strength it out. It doesn't look pretty, but they are able to hold for long, long times, do many handstand push-ups. And then there's the gymnasts. They are also like mm -hmm. all on technique, all on form. And then um, there's also the circus artists who are like these incredible people that um, do like eight minute holds of a solid handstand, switching from arm to arm, jumping from one arm to the other and stuff like that. And so the um, teaching I follow is like uh, Yuval. He's called Yuval Ayalon. He's a, um, he's a circus artist. He performed in uh, Las Vegas, lots of shows there. And he does this fusion between the gymnastic approach and the circus approach. It's a very strict uh, school. So I do like, let's say, uh, 50 sets of handstands a day, maybe. Uh, so I want one handstand training block or takes me like two hours, probably right. like yeah. roundabout. And I do that like five days a week. And the other stuff is always like strength training, legs, whatever. And it's always like, perfect form try to always end the set in a in a full position whatever you're doing always try to come back to legs together and it's like um it's so taxing and draining that i'm mm -hmm. like um, I'm, i go to the gym already fatigued from the day before because my wrists hurt my my not in a way like oh i'm gonna get injured just in a yeah. way that are oh they are so tired and i get more and more tired and it puts me more and more to this point where i'm like okay this is uncomfortable, but I have this goal ahead of me and whatever, I, I'm not going to um, give up now. I'm not going to overdo it, but I'm going to still give it my best. Like one, one day, my best might be hundred percent. The next day, my best might be 30%, but still in that capacity of the 30%, I will try and complete the, as much of the workout as I can, no matter the result, no matter how much I suck, how, no matter how much I fail. There's a lot of frustration, sometimes building up a lot of anger, but it also um, puts me out there it also mm -hmm. triggers so many emotions in me and like sometimes i'm in the gym i want to scream when i like fail five six seven sets in a row i want to kick someone i want to scream i want to and then like to find ways to deal with those emotions and like just sort of melt into the practice like okay i don't care about the result i only mm -hmm. care about i give my best i care on clean technique sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't i just try to be as clean and as consistent as possible and I feel like that really does something to my body. I feel so like I'm, I'm 25 now. I'm probably in the best shape of my life and still counting. Like the older I get, the more I, yeah, I'm, I'm super glad to be able to have this body. Like it, I used to be very chubby as a child. And now I'm like, I learned how to, how to do that. So that it's got that going for me, but also like, um, it makes me really, um, goal oriented goal driven because i'm also i'm an addictive personality so whatever you give me that uh, spikes dopamine i will want more of it like the first two weeks i was here i would spend eight nine hours a day scrolling on my phone just to okay. avoid the feeling of um uncertainty and the feeling of oh negative emotions whatever so now in this practice melting in the practice i've noticed hey the days I'm not on my phone so much, I perform much better, I'm much more clear, and I'm sort of tailoring my life right now 
so that less and less energy is leaking in other directions and it's all going in this one one point and it like um it feels amazing because actually restraining from the things that make me feel good in the moment makes me feel much better in in the evening like i might be in the morning oh i want to look at my phone i want to scroll instagram i want to go on youtube whatever we have all been there and then i do that and then i do that for one hour two hours three hours and then i'm like oh, i still have to go to the gym i still have to do that where instead i just okay wake up i feel maybe i feel like shit whatever i just get up whatever it is if i really feel like shit i take a cold shower whatever and i have my tools and then i just go and sometimes as i said it's a 30 percent day sometimes it's a 100 percent day but i just keep showing up keep showing up daily and in the end of the day i'm in my bed i'm like oh nice good that i did that amazing Wow, you just said so many interesting uh, things that I all want to connect to. But like one thing that I found incredible is that like you really also explained how this daily practice of working out, of practicing handstand um, impacts your your mind as well or your emotions and helps you with other parts of your life as well um, by just mm -hmm. creating that place of focus and having this this job of this daily practice that you're going to do every day even if it gets hard you push you pull through in a healthy way um i think that's a great approach to also take with you to other parts of your life that's like are not that um that easy to touch let's say like a handstand is something you can do right um whereas working behind your screen i can imagine you see way less of the impact that you're actually having but then having that mindset of i'll just do my best i think uh Yeah, that's uh, just uh, incredible how you can connect body and mind and emotions. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing. And um, you also mentioned a bit around the motivations <laughs> behind, um, like, for example, I can imagine you said that you were a bit chubby as a kid. I can imagine that like you, this body image is still a topic for you even now. Um, And um, that might be also uh, like one of the motivations why you're really into this type of uh, daily practice right now. Um, but let me just ask, like, what are like some of the some of the topics or um, themes that you're going through right now personally, like um, with your mind? You already mentioned that you're not that happy with social media usage um, at times. Um, but what are some of the deeper topics that that you're um, going through right now? <laughs> I also sometimes I love this have also. the tendency to, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. I just love no, no, this no, with the people from the. I love that with the people from the retreats, like this, like taking a moment to breathe in and like, kind of uh, pull yourself. I don't know how to say it in in English right now. But, yeah, like uh, center yourself, right? Like exactly. I love that. <laughs> yeah, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um just a heads up like as you maybe noticed in the question before i sometimes have the tendency to like wander off so whenever mm -hmm. that happens and you feel like oh, okay let's stay on topic just feel free to cut me off it's uh totally fine i'm i'm taking yeah, no, offense uh, no worries i mean on this podcast we're really also like it's hearts wide open because we just want to open our hearts be our authentic selves so even if you wander off sometimes i'm sure there is really interesting things that you have to share so Uh, feel free, but I'll stop okay. you if it gets too much. 
Okay, yeah, yeah. Just so you know, I don't take offense. It's totally fine. Oh, good. So the question was, uh, what are the topics on a, on a deeper level that I struggle with right now? Correct. Yeah, or that you're working through, indeed. Okay. Hmm. So for me, definitely, um, one of the the most challenging things is definitely self worth. And like all the things that, that come with it, like the underlying issue is always like self-worth and self-love, self-acceptance, but not in the way of like, oh yeah, uh, whatever I do, I'm, I'm an eternal light being soul. So I'll just um, munch on chips the whole day and lie in my bed and do nothing. I mean, of course, like on, on a spiritual level, like it doesn't change your value. You're a human being, you incarnate it. It's amazing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like, um, still like, like, for example, um, forcing myself this morning, I woke up, I felt like shit, uh, but I, I, I committed myself yesterday evening, I will go to the ocean and do, uh, like not ice bath, but it's, it's kind of, because usually in an ice bath, the water is stale, it doesn't move. So your body creates a little, um, heat shield around it let's say like that the water around you warms up and then it's not as cold but in the ocean the waves keep going it's constantly cold water it's freezing and i went out there and doing that in spite of not feeling like it is also in my opinion an act of self-love but also at the other point sometimes when i'm in the gym and i'm like fuck i can't go go any longer i can't go on i'm done accepting that and not moving through the resistance because that's how i got injured or sick or burned out whatever in the past a lot can also be a an act of self-love and self-respect self-acceptance so that balancing on that um thread of okay what is the right amount of let's say male energy or like father figure energy of like keep going let's go you can do this and what is the right amount of like motherly energy of like, no, it's fine, chill out. That is something that I'm learning right now. That is also, in my opinion, deeply connected with self-love, self-acceptance. Then like setting yeah. boundaries, which also deep, like goes in that direction, like setting boundaries for myself. Like, okay, no, I'm not training anymore, any longer. I'm done. It's, it's good. I don't need to do. Or on the other way, no, I'm not... Um, watching any more youtube videos i'm starting to work right now whatever is that uh so like procrastination is a huge topic for me like I, with the gym mm -hmm. i don't have any issues i i go whatever i feel like i go i do and then i come back whatever but with work like with my actual freelancing job uh, of course i'm super grateful to have that job it's amazing i can do it from wherever but uh, honestly speaking it's not like my passion project or anything it's not like i'm Oh yeah, it's so awesome to record like uh you know, it's it's training. I have to watch, I have to be on it's like even if I work only 2 hours on it, I have mm -hmm. to be focused the entire like I there there's no the moment I'm not focused, I don't get paid. Like I get paid mm -hmm. for uh for the audio track. So I have to be completely focused and sometimes I like for a 30 minute video, I do like I think two, three hours at least it takes me to record. And it's like, after that, I'm done. I'm just like, Ugh, I can't anymore. And um, yeah. like not laying in bed and watching videos, but getting up and actually working. That is the thing I actually struggle a lot with, like um, actually sitting down and working. 
So that is something also uh, in this boundary setting topic or like when, when another person crosses my boundaries, it's also something where I'm like, um, is, a, is a challenge right now where I'm, where I'm learning to speak up, where I'm like, hey, listen, I can't hold this conversation right now. Uh, hey, listen, I'm not in a good spot right now. Please leave me alone. Hey, listen, what you're saying is making me very angry. It's making me very sad. Fill in the blank. Um, yeah, I feel like these are the, the issues on a sort of emotional, deeper, personal level that I'm struggling with. Also in my relationship, uh, I sometimes struggle with setting, like I, I have set some boundaries and it felt really good, but then I struggle with guilt. I struggle with, fuck, is it okay that I set this boundary now? Is it she's sad because I set this boundary? I, I feel like it was yeah. correct of me to set the boundary, but then bearing her being sad because of something I've done, feeling the guilt and being like, ah, okay, should I do it? Should I not do it? Should I be uh, a nice um, mama's boy and do whatever she wants? Or, you know, like I have this huge tendency yeah. in me to um, not question what a woman says, not um, to, to take everything for granted. Also with authorities, I have a very, um, I have a tendency to not, to not question things, to just take them for granted and be like, okay, I do this. Okay. He says it. Okay. You know, like uh, very, mm -hmm. uh, to mm -hmm. be, I, I'm, agreeable by nature i think i get along with a lot of people but also to a certain extent i'm agreeable because uh, of like not being able to set my boundaries whenever i should like sometimes it yeah. works sometimes it doesn't yeah i mean it's also a bit of a journey right that you're learning uh, this is something that i've learned with this whole topic of personal growth it's never black or white it's always gray And there's different shades of gray and we're mm -hmm. all on our own individual paths. And most of the time there's no finish line. 50, 50 shades just, in total. Just, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, <laughs> yeah, so, like also super interesting things you you just said. First of all, I can I could really draw the parallels between like what you also um, described with your work that can be super draining and hard to get up to sometimes. Like you're also struggling sometimes with procrastination there. Um, But I love how um, how you kind of like connected this with the topic of like balancing, like when do I work out too much? When should I go the extra mile? Um, but then also focus, like really setting yourself down or going to the gym and focusing on one thing. Um, yeah, uh, you kind of connected those things um, with like all the topics that we talked about already. So that, that was really interesting to see that this topic of balance and focus comes back in your daily practice as well and then can help you with stuff that's not part of your daily practice or like the rest of your life your work etc um like i found it also super interesting that you um i also see myself a bit of a people pleaser and also like sometimes have struggles putting my mm -hmm. boundaries down etc the other day i told my mom that i'm not in the right place to call with her right now and then i called her back a couple hours later And it feel, felt so good, to be honest, like, because normally I would just talk to her and then like, no matter how I'm feeling right now, and then I'd even like, I don't know, end up in a conflict with her or something like that. Something yeah, just, just, uh, yeah, that wouldn't have happened if I was in the right mental space. So I was so happy that I was able to do that. And um, yeah, I found it also interesting that you don't question authority, like naturally, or that you're a very agreeable person, because 
I think I'm I'm a bit of the opposite. Like when I see authority, I question it. Like I don't <laughs> I don't accept any authority uh, over me, and that's I think a bit of my struggle because I'm a people pleaser, but at the same time I question authority. So like those are some topics that mm, are struggling inside me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Um. Cool. So, like, what I also really love is to just follow your journey on uh, on your social media. You post a lot of content on, uh, especially your handstand practice, but also daily updates on mm -hmm. your gym workouts and your day to day in Malaga. Um, so, uh, to all the listeners, do feel free to follow Ennis on his journey. If you speak German, also tune into his podcast "Gesunde Gedanken." Um, And I'll put all the all the relevant links in the show notes, of course. And um, yeah, before we finish this, this little interview, I would uh, like to ask you some uh, quick fire questions, Enes. Um, so just a couple questions where right, you you just answer you just answer in like one max two sentences. Um, and mm -hmm. yeah, I'll just jump right into it. Yeah. So uh, finish this Let's sentence. Finish this sentence. Uh, men's mental health is important because because modern society portrays it as it should be fixed. You should have everything in place, and it's, from my experience, totally the opposite. Amazing. Um, next one. Um, really. A really interesting one as well. When do you feel the most authentic and like your real self? Hmm. That's a good one. I feel like when I'm with my friends. Okay. Okay. So, like, uh, are these friends from with my uh, close friends? from back home like from back in the day or new friends uh everything <laughs> all kinds all kinds like people people that have known me for a long time let's say like that where i feel mm. like i can really relax and really put off my mask and just say stupid stuff and no i won't get judged for it and just be myself love it and uh that leads me to the next question actually and there might be overlap here But who's your biggest support system and why? Hmm. Okay. Uh, actually, my biggest support system is my routines because I'm a very like chaotic person, overthinker. And my routines, I move a lot. I move a lot from here to there. I've been in many different countries this year. And one thing I always bring with me is my routines that help me set the day. And at least the morning is something good. And then whatever happens in the day, I can build on a good foundation. So without my routines, I'm nobody. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah, and I think this also goes back a lot to my answer. My answer to this question would also be, uh, in a way, myself. I think my I have like multiple support systems. We also did an episode on this uh, earlier. But I think my first support system is myself. And I would also say that those routines would belong to me. So that's kind of like the first support is yourself. And then you have these layers around you. That's a bit the way I define it. 
Um, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Um, I have two more for you. Um, the first one, this is an interesting one. This is from my podcasting uh, co-host, Surush. Uh, so what do you think is overrated? Come again? I didn't hear you right now. Ah, yeah. Uh, what What do you think is overrated, or what is overrated according to you? Uh, you can also take a moment in huh? general, or according yeah. to men's health. Take it, take it wherever you want. You can make it about uh, men's health, about your about health in general. Anything really. What is overrated? <laughs> Okay, so I have two things which sort of go hand in hand. And if I look back on my life, it's like um, the, having having perfect conditions, like uh, before starting anything, having perfect conditions. Oh, I need to be this or that or like if, but, but, and when, if, should, could, would. Like if you want to do something, just do it. Whatever, just do it. Just even if... You you wanna you wanna learn guitar? Just buy a guitar and just start doing it. Not like oh, but I need to do this first. If you want to become self-employed, Google how to do it. Focus on one thing and just do it. And then the second thing that goes hand in hand, other people's opinions. When I told people two years ago, I want to become a yoga teacher. I want to quit my studies. I want to earn money online. I want to move to different countries. I was dreaming of all this. My parents said, don't do it. Many people in my surroundings said, but you're not flexible. You're not strong. You uh, have no qualifications. How should you do all this? Blah, 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 blah. Had I listened to that, I would not be here. And I, of course, I faced a lot of shit, a lot of struggles, a lot of negative emotions, but only because I just did it, no matter what the circumstances were and um, didn't listen to other people. I'm here and sometimes I actually can't believe that I'm here right now because exactly mm. this is what I envisioned two, three years ago what I was dreaming about was like, holy shit, it would be so cool to travel. So it's way overrated to have perfect starting conditions and it's way overrated what other people think. Beautiful. Thank you for this answer. That was a bit more than two sentences, but I loved it. Uh, so didn't yeah. want to interrupt you. Sorry. It's a little longer. <laughs> no worries. No worries at all. Um, and then my last question to you is, um, is there something you wish people knew more about you? Okay, I'll try and keep this shorter. No worries, we have time, please. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I guess how how I in certain situations how I really feel and what I really think about people and how much I really care about people because I tend to not make it clear many times. Yeah, I definitely 
theory on that, I think. Um, yeah, the the episode prior to this one was on uh, self-expression or expression, actually. And I think, I'm, I mean, there's so many different ways we can express ourselves, but a lot of times I also feel like I would have loved to express myself more or that person to see me or understand more where I actually come from, what I'm feeling, why I'm doing the things I'm doing. Uh, so yeah, super relatable. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, I think mm. this was a super interesting and inspiring conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts, your daily practices um, from your life, Enes. Um, again, tune into his podcast as well. As if you uh, speak German, Gesunde Gedanken, uh, links in the show notes. Um, yeah, any any last words, Enes? Anything you want to um, wish the listeners or uh, give them for this day that they're listening? Hey, thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, links will be in the show notes. Uh, I'm an aspiring coach, so if you want to know anything about flexibility, handstand strength training, feel free to ask me anything on Instagram and it's underscore motion. And whatever you're doing right now, wherever you are in your day, like just stop for a minute what you're doing and just think like, okay, what should I be doing right now? What do I want to be doing right now? And compare that to what you are doing right now. Yeah. And don't be too hard on Thank yourself. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for these beautiful words. Um, and with that, we're wrapping up. That's been Hearts Wide Open. Uh, thank you for tuning in again. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.